Welcome to Stream of Consciousness. Over the past few hours, I've been door dashing. I've been having little moments where I'm like, okay, there's a park right here. One of them was right next to a busy highway. Another street I was right next to, there was, it was kind of right by the airport. I was sitting in my car for about 10 minutes. I come out, I, I set up my little camping chair, and immediately these guys over here, who I didn't really notice, the minute I set my chair down, they start a chainsaw. There's a way that I see a part of me wants to get swept away by by anger, by, by a fury, or why does this always happen to me? Why can't I catch a break? And I think there's just, there's just a, uh, a shift that is possible to allow moments like that where if I didn't, if I wasn't thinking about the wind or how a recording would sound, I might not even really give a thought to this light chainsaw, you know, besides just a, a quick noticing, you know, in the same way that, that we don't really notice when a, a car drives by unless we're really noticing. And so it's like, I saw this TikTok uh, earlier today, I think, of someone who mentioned what he called the red car theory or something, where he's like, how many red cars did you see on your drive to work today? And this person's like, oh, uh, I don't know, 40? And he's like, okay, but like in your memory, how many red cars do you remember seeing? And he's like, zero. And then he says, okay, what if, what if I had told you last night, I'll give you a hundred dollars for every red car you see on your drive to work today? Would you have noticed red cars? And he's like, hell yeah, I would have caught every single one. And I'm kind of thinking like, oh yeah, like, you know, that old classic thing of like, my mom got a, a turquoise Plymouth Grand Voyager minivan when I was a kid. And I started, the, the minute that we got that van, I started seeing that color of that van all over the city all the time right i was now aware of of these particular traits in a car that i started noticing even though those vans had existed around me before my mom got that van but then here's the switch that he made where he says the the same about the red car the same is about opportunity how many opportunities were around you today that you didn't see because you weren't 
thinking about the world being full of opportunities for you to find and take advantage of. And so let's just expand this a little bit greater, which is like when I'm thinking about wanting a nice place to record, I'm thinking about the sounds around me. You know, when I'm thinking of my day as, oh, I need to make a lot of money today, or I got to I gotta work all day today. And I view that as a negative thing. How many opportunities do I see to quit? If I'm like, oh, right? If I show up to a shift at work and I'm like, fuck, let's get this over with. How many things will I then be met with that I view as annoying? That I view as frustrating? This is gonna take me forever. This is gonna take me forever? Am I not, <laughs> you know, at work? This is gonna take forever. Am I not looking for my experience of being at a job that I don't necessarily love, being an experience that happens as fast as possible? And do I want a million one minute tasks or do I want three hour-long tasks which one is going to lead me right which one is going to lead me to a better experience of my time i hate that we all a, a lot of us a lot of us are just you know we're ex we're exploited workers we're selling our life we're selling the days of our lives for the means to survive I want my means to survive to just be right. But, but here, here, here lies the, the frustrating aspect of this loud truck over here, helping me reach the, the swell of what I have to say, which is like, if I'm, if I'm looking to not have to sell my time for money, more of the ways that I can do that is to acknowledge that there are, there are skills I can learn and acquire that will allow me to take care of myself in a way that now I only know how to do through spending money for what I need. right and now the obvious one is is like grow your own food but there's so much other stuff man there's so much other stuff like and i think a lot of us might have this deep inner knowing that this isn't how life is supposed to be but the, but we can't quite we don't have the lock for that doorway where we just know there's a locked door that has been locked, you know, the moment that we were born, everyone around us, that door was locked. And, and again, that's not even true. My dad grew up on a farm. When he was a kid, 
he had to get up at fucking 5 a.m. and milk the goats and feed the chickens. And there was, they had a huge garden and they had to weed and they had to water my dad and his sister. And I talked to my dad's dad these days. And my, my, my dad never made us do a whole ton of, of, of stuff. I had to like help him out with, um, oh wow. There was just this couple walking by that, that smiled over at me. Perhaps acknowledging the cute little chair that I'm sitting in. Perhaps acknowledging the fact that I'm talking to my phone and maybe they think I'm on a FaceTime call or, or maybe it really had nothing to do with me and they were watching the wind blow upon this grand tree that I'm sitting beneath. I'll never know. Now, not to say that we can't go find out these things. I could, if I so chose, I could run. They're gone. I could run after these people and ask them about, were you laughing at me? But again, The way things are, this isn't the static state of everything ever. All the people who are out here sucking capitalism's dick saying, well, but, but look at socialism. What do you want to be like China? You know, Venezuela, all this shit that people who use those talking points have just been given those talking points by the people who just want to just stroke whatever thing happens to be in charge. It's the people who would suck up to their boss. It's the people who would pretend, who would start to pretend to like golfing if their boss liked golfing so they could go suck up to them at a golf outing. Spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on clubs just I don't know what the fuck I'm saying at this point, but I find it to be like, yo, bro, what's good, Johnny? Like, okay, anyway, the people that are sucking capitalism's dick are, are like, this is the way it is. This is the best way. The free market. It really just, you know, it leads to innovation. And what it does is it leads to exploitation. It leads to monopolization. And this shit is less than a handful of centuries old. Now, none of us alive today have that lived experience of a deep experiential understanding. But that's not even true, because guess what? A lot of people on Earth right now haven't stepped on to the capitalism conveyor belt. They still hold their deep ancestral wisdom of how to live amongst the earth as the earth. And so right now, you know, when, when you're in a job you don't like and um, I'm, I'm getting tired of driving all, putting all these miles on my car and sitting in my, in my weird 
driving position all day and I'm I'm looking to get out of the house and I'm, I'm looking to actually have have different all sorts of jobs where I'm actually talking to people and helping them tangibly um I realized that I'm like okay well that's good but I want more and and I have to remind myself like one step at a time you know the moment we recognize we're wounded we start to f- we might start to feel worse than we did before we recognized that we were wounded or that we were sad or that we've developed a, uh, habits of living that aren't actually making us feel good. And so when I acknowledge that there's something that I'm doing that isn't aligned, that, that, that isn't great or that I don't actually desire, I, I can feel stuck. I can feel hopeless. I could feel like a sense of urgency a sense of impatience to to make up for the way things are that I might view as as a failure. Really, I'm I'm in this job, you know, and how many of us are just stuck on feeling like, well, we are what we are. I'm too old to, to learn a new skill. I listened to this podcast called Scam Fluencers. Uh, check it out if you want it's about you know like kind of 2000s and and moving forward of just like you know influencers people who are just you know running ponzi schemes and all this shit just to put on the air of success um inventing anna would be an example if you saw that Netflix show. Um, But anyway, I bring that up because one of the hosts was like, made this little joke about like, so you ever think about ditching, you know, being a internet journalist and maybe we should become welders. It was kind of like, and then the other host was like, I wish, but I don't have any other skills. And I can't imagine they're a whole lot older than me. And I'm kind of like, I have skills. And I don't even know what a lot of them are. Though I may be using them often, I think of myself as, you know, college-educated, business degree, blah 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 but in reality i'm like a scared little kid hoping not to be found out that i don't know what i'm doing and that's okay and again when i recognize that there's a part of me that feels that way i feel guilty i feel shame you know I do. And then I can choose not to shove that under the rug. And I can say, 
feeling that way is okay. Feeling an emotion doesn't mean that you've resigned yourself to whatever that emotion is telling you. Right? And in fact, in a way, it might even be like the opposite, that if I do shove it under the rug, that is a, a type of resigning myself to carrying that energy with me into the future if I don't, if I'm too worried, fearful. You know, not having a inner trust in my own ability that if I feel shame, I'm so worried that that's going to knock me off my rocker. That in and of itself is an acknowledgement that, oh, I'm not grounded. I don't have a sturdy knowing about who I am if I'm so afraid to feel shame about something. If I'm so afraid to admit to myself and to others. Admitting stuff to ourselves and admitting stuff to our others, to others, uncovers different parts of what those feelings are. A lot of our mechanisms of dealing with what comes up in us, a lot of that stuff we, we learn to do for other people. I learned to shut down my tearful moments for the people around me. I'm, I have always been okay with crying as long as I'm alone. And so now, because so much of my emotional moments haven't come up when I've been alone, now I see that I do have trouble fully letting go into weeping, into deep emotion, right? I can't even let myself weep because I stopped myself from the from acknowledging the pull towards that expression. So my, my, my dealing with my emotions for other people has seeped its way into my own understanding of myself, my own allowance of feeling my feelings. So... And that, and, that, and that feels like a, something that I imagine a lot of people have gone through and are going through. This isn't some homework assignment that I need to turn in before my 40th birthday, otherwise I'm stuck. This is a continuous cherishing, an, an active cherishing. Because otherwise I'm, 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 I'm lost to myself. I'm lost to who I really am because I've preferred to perform what I believe other people will be more accepting of.
Take a deep breath with me. Look up at the trees with me. And as always, everyone, you can find the video version of the podcast over on Spotify. If you care to to watch me talk. But I don't really, I never really watch the video. Um, I think I do. I think I record the videos so that I, if, if, if I ever so desire, I can pull the video and, and like post it to TikTok. It's more compelling than just an audio file. All right. I feel good. I feel really good. I just want to say this person over here just like came out of their house and stood outside of their sliding door. And I think perhaps was, perhaps it was nothing to do with me, but I like, I had an inkling that they were kind of seeing what I was up to, kind of right, right outside of their chain link fence. But I'm in a park, you know. Um, but I like to imagine they overheard and they said, oh, this man is healing. I support that, I'm gonna head back inside. So I wish you well on your journey, dear friends. Thanks for uh, joining me on mine. I hope you've enjoyed your time here today while taking this mental ride with me. It's been a nice one. It's been a one filled with the breeze and the sounds of life being lived all around us. And if you could with me just for a moment, before we depart, set down your phone, listen to the sounds around you, whatever environment you're in. Take some breaths. And I'll catch you next time. Peace. Yo. What's good? <sighs> yeah. I'm off my freestyle game, you guys. It's been a while. Huh. Yo. I work the way that I think is certainly not the thing I want to do forever, but I'm sure that my life is unfolding in a way that makes me wanna just get up and go, makes me wanna recognize my flow, makes me know, makes me know, even when the doubt creeps in, I know I'm awesome, yeah, I know I'm dope, yeah, I know I'm awesome, and there is some hope. 
Cause I feel trapped in a life that I didn't create But I know that I actually did and I hate All the things that I've done to let me suck get here But I'm just trying to break that down Cause I don't hate myself No, in fact I love myself No, I don't hate myself Yo, in fact I love myself I love me and I love where I am And I love this reason that I'm living him And I go I follow my flow Cause I'm a stream, I'm a water, I'm a river And I'm flowing really fast down the bully I need it and I recognize I'm making little gullies My flow is strong, my flow it makes The rock disappear over ages and ages I can't fly through my mind's eye I'm ready, I'm ready to get high Upon my own supply Yeah, yeah I used to think that I could only rap when I'm high And now I recognize that rapping really dope gets me high And now the high that I'm chasing is me feeling patient About the life that's unfolding on my basement Ooh, I live inside the basement, actually the attic And you know that even when I'm tough times panic Comes into my brain and then I try to ease it Take deep breaths and then I feel better Try it, you might really learn something You might learn that you have lots of projects in the oven I want to join a witch's coven. Yeah, it's really easy to say that all the reasons that I'm loving myself today have gone home. But I know that's not true. Cause I don't hate myself, no. I really love myself today. I don't hate myself, no. I really love myself today. I don't really hate myself, no. I really love myself today. No, I don't hate myself, no. Yes, I really love myself today, and that's okay. <laughs> Man, you know how good it feels to just hop back on the beat. Eee.